Hello, friends, family. Thank you so much for joining us, as always. Quick heads up about the episode you're about to hear. When we recorded this episode, we had a heckin' big chunk of a session. A huge amount of stuff happened, and thus we split it into two parts. So what you're about to hear is part one of this two-part episode that kind of finishes on, we hope, a cliffhanger. And part two will be out later this month on Wednesday, February 21st. Enjoy part one, and stay tuned for the finale in part two. Once more into the breach, dear friends. Once more into the breach. Welcome. The breaches. The breaches? <laughs> Once more into the breach. Once more deep into those breaches. Hey, I'm on hinge. <laughs> wow. Welcome to the roll report where we are once more into some breaches. <laughs> uh, my name is Colin. I use he and they pronouns. I am the DM in charge of these merry band of hooligans, uh, joined by my heroic trio. Hello, heroic trio. Hello. Hello. And uh, I'm gonna let my heroic trio introduce themselves uh, starting. Yo, what's up? 510-415, what it do? It's your boy Galen here. <laughs> I don't know why I suddenly got like really Bay Area about that, but um, you know, wishful thinking. Uh, I wish you were all here. What am I saying? My name is Fenner. I use all pronouns and I play Galen, the friendly and lucky human uh, paladin. Check. Check, check, check. My name's Kaya, and I use she, they pronouns, and I play Rivulet Starfish, a resident princess teenager. <laughs> Both of those things very much. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Taking the mic from the left, this is Ben Rogue. I use he, him pronouns. <laughs> I'm playing the fairy changeling known as Talus. Um, who uses all pronouns because they are a shapeshifter. Currently, they are in the shape of Renton Connolly, the very stylish, charismatic, and flamboyant bard at your service. Here we go. Era, era. All those things. Wicker, wicker. Uh, wow. Copycat. Are we going to have to have a rap battle later? Oh, I mean, you, you sort of did last I don't know time. if my reputation can handle oh, that. We did. No, it was two episodes ago. Oh, gosh. When you arrived yeah. as attorney, That's, there was totally a rap battle. We rolled really low was, for that. It, you know, <laughs> yeah. Alistair rapped, tried his best to sure. stop you. Rent, rent and wrapped. Mm -hmm. rent, yeah. rent and wrapped mm -hmm. in, yeah. in a rap battle when we got to the Coliseum. And then, then we called it a rap. It was bad. Uh... Well, it's been a month, so why don't we do uh, a little bit more of a recap and remember what's going on. Last time, you all began searching the tunnels underneath the Tourney Stadium for anyone in charge to report your fight with a strange aberration that consumed a hapless wizard. You emerged from one of these little uh, cracks in reality that have been occurring and ate a wizard. Uh, as you wandered, Talus overheard your gnome friend Ruby arguing with the Archmage Charistus. Ruby was trying to point out that the demiplane was at risk of cracking and the other things that you have noticed, and Charistus basically refused to listen. Uh, he noticed you and took you back towards the pit crew area, the prep area, 
insisting that you guys doing your job was far more important than anything you had to say, and the attorney is going just fine. Thank you very much. What a douche. I mean, you know, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, He mostly brushed off your concerns that you managed to relay, but you did convince him to put more guards in place around the stadium before he left. Uh, At that point, you heard a giggle. Uh, Ruby dropped their invisibility, and you made a plan uh, with them that they are going to keep an eye out from their broom in the sky, and you are going to recruit other wizards to help keep a lookout, guard, maybe reinforce the demiplane somehow, uh, try to solve these problems. Ifazora, your chosen uh, wizard of duel and your your uh, wizard you were pit crewing for, won her second round, Woo! and thus the duel. Thanked you for your help and promised to also talk to other wizards and her old conjuration school friend, uh, and then left to do these things and get ready for her second duel. Uh, you all then split up. Rivulet and Drawn went to go see Wendelin, the announcer of the tourney, and you... Learned a couple things, didn't learn a lot, but did manage to grab eight potions out of the sort of, um, I don't know, press box? I don't know what I labeled it last time. Might be press box. Uh, So, Rivulet, I'm going to tell you in this moment, just because I think I said nothing beyond you grabbed eight of them. You have four potions that uh, are just sort of like little vials with flecks of glitter in them. A red, green, blue and violet, one of each color. You also have two potions that are in sort of more round traditional potion flasks that uh, have the consistency of a smoothie, sort of. They're like much thicker uh, and very silvery gray, a little bit reflective. And you have two potions uh, that look sort of, um, they're, they're almost like glitter suspended in a like glycerin solution, although it's a little more water-like than that. Uh, and on the top, on like the little cork in them, there's uh, a little sort of hand-drawn finger gun. Just like a little hand, hey. little hand with a pointer finger and a thumb. Um, are any of these the same one that I took in the last session? Good God, which one did you take? I uh, took the one where you imagine something. No. Like whatever I was thinking came uh, into space. Is that what happened? That sounds right. Remember. But no, these are these are different ones. Okay. Um, while this was going on, Alistair, Galen, and Talus, you all spotted the next contestants entering the arena and being tended to by their pit crews. Uh, these are a dwarf in yellow divination robes and a green dragonborn who's got little light armor plates uh, with the illusion um, iridescent color. Uh, And as the duel began and you all had returned to your seats, uh, Rivulet located Henry along the way. And while you two giggled and fed each other pieces of a cookie, (laughs) Alistair and Galen spotted a red-robed figure disappearing into the crowd carrying something that was moving, looking a little bit scared. Uh, and you all began running after him. Oh, Becky! So that is where we are now. Um, you all are running from your ticketed seats in the arena towards the tunnel where Galen had spotted this figure in a red rope. 
Um, all around you, the stadium is erupting in cheers. As you look off, you notice the green dragonborn casting a mirror image spell, and four identical seeming uh, figures appear right next to them. The dwarven wizard tosses a handful of glittering diamond dust in the air, and where it settles, his skin turns gray and rock-like, and the crowd goes apeshit. Oh my god. Uh, so the tunnel where Galen, you and Alistair spotted this figure is kind of two stadium sections away. Um, so uh, first thing I would say is for all of you, like, are you trying to go in the tunnel closest to you and sort of cut them off or just like run? Uh, you didn't, you don't know which direction they're going, but like, do you want to run through the stadium and the people towards where the tunnel where you saw them or just like cut directly into the concourse? I say let's go, let's go right across. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'll be a little disruptive, but. Okay. Yeah. All right. Great. Uh, you all race through the crowd, people like scattering. There's occasional, ow, my foot. What ho, fellow tradesperson. What ho. <laughs> uh, what ho. Uh, what ho. How quite shocking. How dare you. Um, but you book what it. ho. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you, uh, you manage to get through these two sections, um, as you race down the tunnel and emerge onto the concourse area, uh, you immediately notice, all of you, that some of the magical booths have emptied. The little colorful magical servants are not attending them, and whatever food or drink or goods were there are either gone or have started kind of warping, changing colors, like just does not look appetizing uh, to the, any one of your senses anymore. Like they were abandoned? Um, more more like the magic is going wrong. Mm. Uh, I, you can also absolutely make an arcana check, any, any one of you, if you would like to, to. Yeah, go for it. That's a 12. Do you want a 20? This one. Yeah. Where she rolled the wrong dice. 18. Okay. Plus whatever my arcana I'm, is. I'm gonna I'm gonna That's allow that on the blanket, but also use the box and the thing will be a pain. I'm gonna allow it. It's fine. Um out uh, it. 20. <laughs> Just so all you listeners 20. out there are aware, Kyle rolled a dice on a blanket. <laughs> Gasp. Um so Rivulet, as you you look out, it's it is the magic is failing, right? You, I, you know, I would imagine you got a little bit of what the magic was going on here, this spell that Talus identified as the, you know, combined efforts of many wizards casting a magical mansion. So it's it's as if this magically created stuff that was here is suffering from, like, whatever the same thing is causing the cracks in reality in a demiplane. Like, the magic mm. itself is not working. So, you know, what what was a food stall that had sausage in a bun sort of things, it was like like hot dogs and like various things like that. Like the buns have all sort of turned into uh rock or a or a geode and the meat has turned into like strange little um inedible substances. The drinks have all gone like rotten or just uh, the decanters and things holding them have all warped and twisted, and what was once like very elegant glass is now half melted looking. That sort of does thing. it um, feel like an external force is intentionally fucking up the magic? Uh, well, this has to do with the like they were saying, like, oh, 
these these little cuts that we're seeing, those little tentacle things mm-hmm. that are coming out, that means that the the space that they've made this big. So it's just naturally cracking. Is, like things are falling apart. Like the yeah. space time continuum okay. is. I think both with what. Fraying. Yes. But like both what you've already kind of have discovered and what you've heard from, from Ruby and from Talos, like there is so much magical pressure within this sort of little pocket, magically created pocket dimension that it's it's failing and it's cracking and and uh in this moment it's not like something externally is like destroying these booths it is that there's the magic's going to sustaining the demiplane rather than creating the food so the more sense. magic we do um Dot, dot, the, dot. There is kind of yeah. There is a cumulative effect that you've been you've been seeing, but uh, you have. I would say you haven't noticed anything that you've done so far directly contributing. There's no like when you guys fought the little monster. There was not like I cast a spell and the crack opened wider. Okay, so it's like Californians not showering versus corporations changing their water practices. Yes. Okay. Great. <laughs> yeah, this this is a systemic problem on a on a, a monopolistic kind of corporate level. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And and, and I think Wait. one more thing, like Monopoly you also it. know, a lot of these wizards are casting much more powerful spells than you are capable of at this point in your life. You know, uh, only a baby. Only. I mean. You know, and level and four. Exactly. Like you have like first and second level spells, like they're casting seventh, eighth, ninth level spells, and like, you know, so the just like the scope of, of what other people can do is much greater right now. Um yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh so in addition to that, so the magical booths are all a number of them are sort of abandoned and like warped or fraying. You also see the the non-magical booths, the staff booths, many of them are closed. People are watching the duels, presumably. A couple of them are still open, and small clusters of people are gathering in front of them, trying to get more snacks and such, like, before returning to the duel. But the people aren't noticing the magic getting weird that are in this area right next to the stalls and booths that are warping dramatically? They're choosing to go to where they can still get the stuff. They're like, oh, this is just like last year. They got a little dicey when they first opened or just settling in. Right? It's the first day of the training still, right? Uh, Also in this moment, I would say, uh, everybody make a perception check. As you emerge and you can hear some shouts and see some movement about 200 feet away. Tell us. What is it? Yeah. Seven. All right. Seven. Perception from Talus. Oh, no. Perception. There we go. Okay, that is a 16. 7, 16. 14. All right, 16, 14. Plus uh, whatever your yeah. thing is. Rivulet, as you kind of like keep going, uh, you're immediately distracted wondering why no one else has noticed. <laughs> He's like, this is magical <laughs> food is going wrong. Um, uh, Talus and Galen, you see that, so about 200 feet away, kind of to your right, uh, there, this, there is the, uh, the movement of the crowd as if someone has run through them. Uh, you catch just a flash of red, but there is people turning their heads, swiveling, going, hey, watch it. What's your problem? Like, what's going on? And the sort of ripple of movement and everyone turning to watch. Um, you also hear 
Uh, there are a couple people in line as you book it in that direction. There's a couple people kind of going, hi, I wonder why that booth isn't open anymore. Well, I don't know, wizard stuff, right? I mean, you know, you live in a very magical city, but like at least the nice halfling family is still giving us sausage in a bun and whatnot. And yeah, I guess you're right, Frank. Uh, how about a beer too? Um, so <laughs> people notice, but it's, it's a, you know, this very magical <laughs> environment and shit happens. Uh, but the uh, 200 feet away or so, this movement is going as you all presumably continue going that way. Talus, you catch a flash of this red robe heading for an exit towards the docks, trying to actually exit the stadium itself. All right, I'm going to look at my compatriots and say, look over there, that red rogue ruffian is trying to make his escape. We've got to stop him as quickly as possible. Oh, whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> How far away is he? 200 feet. Charging after? Where's Quickly that horse boyfriend him. when you need him, huh? I'm on him. Oh, that's oh, true. Uh, that's he, <laughs> what is, his speed is. I should be super close. Let me. Yeah, it's sorry. that little elf me, guy, right? So, so let's go, go scoop him up. You, you I've all. Been, can, I, I've been riding him. Uh, <laughs> I got to remember how fast a centaur is. They're pretty fast. Uh, they're 40 feet, so they're not necessarily that much faster than you, but you mm. are moving a little faster than everyone else. Uh, and so how close am I? <laughs> am I... Uh, 180? Okay. <laughs> not 30 feet? You're not 30 no. feet from him. Um, but you all continue uh, chasing, and Talus leads you out towards the docks, which at this point are mostly empty of people. There's a few random folks exiting the arena, heading back towards uh, their ships or the massive portal that's still open that leads towards the city. A couple ships are moving. Most of them are all docked and everyone is inside. Um, however, in this much more open environment, you see, uh, again, about 180 feet away from you because you are roughly maintaining this speed, the, a red-robed figure is sprinting across the docks towards a waiting skiff. You see two more robed figures in the boat, and as you emerge from the exit, one of them points in your direction and shouts. The fleeing one turns towards you, curses really loudly, and drops the sack and just begins sprinting towards the boat. As you see this, the sack begins wiggling, and rolling across the stone of the jetty before bursting open. And you see three strange gray-green shapes that for a moment look just like little uh, bocce balls, almost about that size, before they start sprouting limbs and heads and growing and opening wide, toothy mouths and just hissing. They start chittering to each other and they move towards a nearby terrified family huddled together on the dock who was just trying to leave. Everybody, roll initiative. All right. That's 20, baby. Starting off with yeah. the next one, That becomes... I got an eight. <laughs> an eight. Uh, a 24 for Galen. A... I got a 12. Oh, How close are we? To the hey. people uh, running away. Well, uh, just one moment. Ooh, uh, sorry. Drawn rolls a natural one. 
He's trying. He's he's at least keeping up at this point. <laughs> uh, that guy gets eight. These guys get ooh a big old six. Okay. Um, at the top of the round, Galen, you all have kind of just burst out of the exit towards uh, the exit of the stadium. The docks are in front of you, and the the red robe figure is about 180 feet still. He has flung this uh, bag behind him, so these little gray things that are emerging and threatening a family are uh, about 150. You guys have a little bit of ground to make up, um, but that is where that is where they are. Well, I certainly will run. <clears throat> well, uh, I better take care of this family. You know, they're just trying to get out of here. I'm going to run towards them with my scimitar drawn and try to get close enough to hack up these little gray guys. Uh, if you dash, you can get 60 feet. Um, so that'll put you at uh, at 90, but like big, bright, shiny, waving a sword. Yeah? I mean, yeah. Okay. Let's go for it. Galen sprints forward uh, 60 feet. Uh, and... Uh, uh, Rivulet, what is your dexterity? Mm. Just the ability score or your modifier? 14 plus 2. Okay. Oh, uh, oh no, so plus 4 dexterity. You have an 18? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Alistair does go first. Um, but, 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 but he is going to... He is also going to run... Dash, he's going to use a bonus action to dash again. He moves 90 feet now that someone is threatened. Just sees this little halfling family with these creatures going towards him. Oh, shit! And books it. Uh, Galen, he passes you. Oh. Uh, he he <laughs> broke at one more bonus action. Uh, so he is at 60 feet from most of what is going on. Rivulet. Do I get bonus actions too? Uh, you do, but they are probably not dashing. Um, you on your as a bonus action can. Uh, you have your bardic inspiration, and you have your starry form. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so right now you're uh 150 from the little creatures. And 180 from the uh, from the cultist from the red I'd figure. Like on my super cute boyfriend to get as close as possible. Dashy, I can I can't even I don't even see dash as an uh, action. It's uh, there. It is uh, under actions in combat. There's that little list of stuff. So if you go, uh, right, you have your actions are like your attacks. Unarmed are... strike, rapier, quarterstaff, guiding bolt. Right. And then under unarmed strike, there's a little list of actions in combat. Oh, so there's attack, cast dash. a spell. I have dash. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, rogues can use a bonus action to dash. You, in this case, uh, actually, you know what? You're on, you're on Henry. Henry is like, I'm so here for this. What are we doing? Okay, I'm running. Uh, I'm going to allow that Henry will dash. That will take you 80 feet closer. I'm 100 feet. Oh, you are 100 feet yes. from the 
from the figure and you are 50 feet from the little green gray monster things that have emerged from the sack. Okay. Um, I would like to, and I can, okay. Mm. Could I go into my starry form and then do guiding bolt? Or I is... believe so. Uh, you can do a bonus action before an action, totally. So uh, uh, on horseback, you shift into your starry form. And uh, which which constellation? Um, Maybe, uh, your archer, where you get your extra spell attack. Or there's Bardic Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what would you like to do? I think, dra oh, I thought I could become another creature that I just saw. Uh, I saw you, that somewhere. If, as a, your your wild shape, right? Yes. All druids can kind of just turn into an animal. Yes. Uh, for you, that is an action. Um, and it would be, uh, so. Wild uh, shape. Level, uh, you max max rating of one half and no flying speed. Um, yeah, okay. So I would like to become that last super monster we saw. Oh. With the big mouths. I would like that. However, <laughs> you, uh, you must... As so uh, you have to assume the shape of a beast... Yeah. As a creature type, these are all aberrations. Uh, so uh, you could, for example, you could become uh, an axe beak, a baboon, a badger, a boar, a camel, a cat, a cow, a cranium rat. Can a I deer. become a whale? I've seen a whale before. I'm gonna allow it. You're gonna be. You're gonna crush your boyfriend. Um, I'm gonna. Oh. <laughs> Can I jump off? Yes. Of okay. Course. I jump um, into the water. Okay. I become a whale. Okay. And I, I'm so I'm super close to the boat. And I'm just gonna hit use my fin, my back fin, and destroy the skiff. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Is this possible? No. Ah, oh, so many no's. Well, no, I mean uh <laughs> Okay, so you you Henry functioning as your mount, you have moved 80 feet. You're 100 feet away, and the thing is a little farther than that. If you use your action to then shift into, I'm going to say the closest stat block I can immediately find is a killer whale, which is in fact huge, according yeah. to D&D. &D. And you have 60 feet of swimming speed. My struggle in this moment is that you yeah. also have had to use your movement to like get off, off of Henry and get into yeah. the water, and then... I, okay. I think I'm going to say that you. What I I I want this for you, but I also think I'm, what I'm going to say is in this moment <laughs> you can get to the water and turn into the whale, and and yeah, I just and that's ran where forward. I ran yeah. a, I did a natural <laughs> okay. twenty, and all I could do is run forward because nothing. But you did move rain. first, and you're going to get to move. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, cool, it, hot tips. <laughs> okay. Sorry, or or I if know. I have just foiled all of your desires, I yeah. would also say you cannot turn into a whale if you want to do like I, throw a spell at it. I would or like something. to throw a spell first. Okay. I'm gonna do guiding bolt. Okay. And try and hit the skiff. I've got 120 feet. 
uh, skiff is farther than the guy. You so oh. uh, with 120 feet, right? Uh, Henry moved 80. You're 100 from the guy, and 80. Is that no? Yes. Uh, oh, technical. Uh, 70 from like the creatures. Okay. The I skiff hit the, is a I, lot of range. I he aim for the moving. guy. Okay. All right. Go for it. Roll an attack. And that's a six. Oh, what am I? So technical. What am I rolling? You're rolling a d20. Uh, you're going to add... Fuck me. Five. That's a nat one. Oh. <laughs> wow. Hate to see it. Uh, Rivulet and... so hard. Rivulet and Henry... Is that, that is his name. Jesus, right? It's been yeah, just a long Henry. Enough. Rivulet and Henry charge out of the stadium. Henry's hooves sparking on the stone. Uh, Rivulet, uh, do you want to turn into your starry shape? In this case, or no, hold on to that. Yeah, after that fizzles out, I'm gonna try and be. I'm so embarrassed that I'm just gonna like go for my starry shape. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna go to the starry shape that I know anything about, which is the archer one. All right. I don't know anything about the other you ones yet. You should have done my uh, homework. Uh, one of them helps you a lot if you think you're gonna be healing people. And the other one uh, helps you concentrate on a spell. We can talk a little bit more about that another time. Uh, however, this one, uh, you can uh, you can hit something 60 feet from you if you want, which would be actually nothing 60 feet. Fuck. Hate disappointing people like that. Okay. Uh, the red robe runs 60 feet. Uh, he's got about 30 feet to go before he hits the skiff, and uh, you see the others start like, throwing dock lines off, raising a sail, getting ready to run like buggery fuck. Oh. I'm still on Henry, right? You are still on Henry. Great. Uh, all three of these little things go before poor Drawn. Uh, you see them all, their limbs grow longer and they unfold from these little ball shapes. They all just book it towards the uh, little family of halflings that shrieks and tries to hide. Uh, they're going to, the first one can reach them and is going to try, it reaches out a long extended tentacle full of weird claws at the end, like a terrible, horrible starfish, and it's going to try to hit one of them. You see the the one that managed to make it reaches out with one of these tentacles, wraps itself around the shoulder and neck of one of these halflings who screams, and that is their turn. Drawn is going to run. How fast is he? Drawn is going to run 60 feet. Uh, Galen, you see Drawn, like, with glaive off of his back, just pounding the pavement, pulls up next to you. <sighs> Let's... <sighs> Stop running and get them. Yeah. And God damn it. Talus. Thank you. Good eyes. Aha. Aw, poor Talus. Uh, okay. So uh, as a bonus action, I am going to change my cloak of many fashions into a red robe. Okay. And I'm going to bellow out in my loudest voice. In the name of Theobald, I command you to halt. Um, and I'm running towards everybody, the, the little monsters, the red robes. Mm -hmm. I'm using my action to go straight towards them. Yeah. 
Uh, you, I, you can get 60 feet. You pull up even withdrawn and Galen shouting, uh, make a persuasion check with, I'm going to say with advantage. All right. Come on, baby. All right. That is a dirty 20 for the first one. And the second one is, oh, and that 20, that is a 25. Hey. I just, qu- I just critted. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I- In the name of Theobald. Yeah, not even fucking close. Um, the one who was fleeing stops dead and turns around. The other two Great. continue their preparations, but you see them both straighten up and look more in your direction where previously they were only focused on like watching their friend and kind of like, come on, come on, we gotta get the fuck out of here. And they all stand up a little bit straighter, um, but they do continue moving uh, towards the boat being ready to depart. Okay, but the but the runner is halted and has turned around. He stopped and turned around, yeah. Uh, and since he is, uh, you you have kind of maintained the distance. He's still like 180 from where you guys, uh, you guys are a little bit closer to Henry and Rivulet. Galen. Hi. The little family of halflings that is being attacked is within your uh within your normal movement. So if you move 30 feet, you can get up in the mix. Um you see there there are two older halflings kind of like have wrapped themselves trying to protect a younger and smaller one. One of these strange creatures has a weird tentacled limb fastened onto one of the halflings and the other two are threatening nearby. Ah, well, I think I'm going to do a telekinetic shove. Okay. Um, I know that's bonus action, but I'm mm-hmm. going to start with that. And I'm going to shove yeah. those little monsters away from the poor halflings. Okay. Uh, you can shove one of them. You want to shove the one that's like actively... Yeah, the clinging? one that's that's touching them. Right. He is going to make a strength save. They are kind of strong, but he's got to beat a... What does he have to beat? And I'm going to do a javelin to the one that's further away. Okay. Um, uh, the so the you see uh, your shove as you reach out telekinetically. You shove with your mind. The monster is pulled away from the halfling. You see its limbs stretch unnaturally long, almost 10 feet as if it's made of rubber before it snaps back what? to its position. He rolled a 16. But I had a 20. Uh, your your telekinetic shove is uh, is a 14. I, I, uh, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, so he, he gets to make a saving throw uh, and he rolled a 16. Uh, so yeah, so almost your the telekinesis creates space and then the rubbery nature of this creature's mm. arms snap it back closer. Uh, and then, uh, so that was your bonus action. And then I'm also going to use my javelin. Okay. Because that's also within range. Yeah, 30 totally. feet. Uh, same one or one of the others? Uh, I think I, I got to get this guy off that's okay. already got the little kid. Totally. You know? So let's javelina. Javelin it up. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, that'll be your d20 plus six. 14. 
does not hit. You hurl your javelin. It sticks for a moment before the creature shivers and it falls out. You see their hide is very thick in this case. Um, That was... I think that was all the things. Yes, you moved. Action, bonus action. Okay. Uh, Alistair is going to run in. He... He really doesn't want to get that close, but he did not bring his bow. There's no way to hide it. Uh, he pulls out a short sword in one hand and a dagger in the other. He closes in on... Uh, he is also trying to get this guy off the halflings. He's going to roll both these attacks. Uh, short sword is... Nope, misses with a sword. Ah, I haven't practiced since I was in boarding school. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Hits with the dagger on the offhand, and that's going to be... Where's my D4s? Where's little pyramids? Do they get hidden? Thank you. Okay. Yep. Four. Uh, he does six stabs, one of them, for six points of damage. Um and then is going to bonus action. He disengages. He's going to move back. Uh, actually, he fuck, he has no movement left. Never mind. He's, he's going to stay there and just looks slightly scared. Rivulet and Henry. In my most commanding voice, I'm going to tell the guy in the red cloak to clean up this mess and come here immediately. We have very important matters to discuss with you. And I'm using persuasion, which I have a plus five advantage. Um, okay. Mm, 14. Okay. Uh, what, what I would say is speaking as a free action, so you can still, like, Henry can still run if okay. you want Henry to run. Uh, you can still do some things. As you call this out, uh, the one who had stopped looks from Talus back to you. Ruined it. I'm sorry, Talus. And <laughs> and then looks back at Talus and goes, why should I listen to this person? She's not a human. Talus, that's on you. Wait, he's addressing me? Yeah. Yeah. I, I am in human form. Yeah, but uh, I'm telling him to stop and I am very clearly made of water and not human. On the back of a centaur. Oh, okay. On the back of a centaur. Okay, I see. I see. So what did you say to him? I Sorry, him to I missed what you said. come here and clean up his mess and have oh, a discussion Oh, come here and clean up us. this mess. Uh, we have an important message from Master Theobald. He doesn't want any uh, unnecessary distractions uh, messing with our plans. He looks very confused and just goes, this was always the plan. Who, who are you? I've just been sent here by Master Theobald with an update to the plan. He no longer wants this wanton destruction. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, in this in this moment, I will say, uh, he you you he's he looks doubtful, but not like he's about to start running again. Uh, and I'm gonna go reveal it back to you. Um I'm going to say that you can, at this point, you have your movement uh, on Henry and either an action or a bonus action as you've spent a little bit of uh, your action economy like trying to trying to persuade him. And he seems not unconvinced. Um, I would like to get... I would, da I'm dashing. Okay. Uh, Henry moves 80 more feet. 
Okay, so how close am I to everything? Um, you, you So if you go with that full movement, you would zip right past this little family and uh, the creatures. You would get to within 60 feet of where uh, this guy is standing. Um, and another like 40 feet past that is the Okay, boat. perfect. So he is That's 60 feet That's where I want to be. Okay. Good? Yeah. All right. Hello, fellow tradespeople. This is Ben. I hope you are enjoying this podcast as much as we are. If you are, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. Also, go ahead and follow us on social media at The Roll Report Cast. Um, if you are feeling especially supportive and fancy and delightful, you can also support us on Patreon, which we would really love and appreciate. And um, you get all kinds of really fancy special bonus perks for doing that. All right, back to the show. It is his turn. Uh, he, as you on this centaur, just book it right up to him. He takes a step back. Holy shit. Um, he looks back at you, Talos, and he goes, if Master Theobald sent you, the day is dawning. And he looks at you very expectantly. And night shall fall, I reply. <laughs> uh, big swing, logical, and unfortunately miss. He, at that point, you see his face go from like skepticism to shock. And he turns and begins running, and you hear him just go, They're fakes! Get the boat ready! We must leave at once! Uh, he's going to keep going towards the skiff. Uh, Talus, that is to you. My bad, I, like, super fucked up the order on the last round, but that is over to you. Oh, okay. I see. I I'm before the monsters. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so wait. So now he... He was 180 feet from me. Like, now he is on the skiff? Uh, he... Yeah, he has, did, he has, he has, did that exchange? He has reached the skiff. He's like, he's trying to cast off another dock line or two. Uh, you would be math. Yeah, I, I mean, I was still 180 yeah. feet from him at the end of, of last turn. But, you know, my, my intention was to distract him just long enough to, uh, to catch up with him. Mm -hmm. Um, um you, I, I think you gained a round on him. So like at this point, he's like, he's still over a hundred, uh, and as okay. is the skiff, but, um, yeah, uh, the, the, okay, the I, creatures and the halfling family are, uh, I think 30 feet from you. Okay. All right. I, I, would, I will, uh, I'll, I, would I will hope Rivulet can, ca can okay. catch up and lay hands on him. Uh, I can't bear to see this little family suffer. Uh, with under these tentacle beasts, um, they're thirty feet away. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am going to cast sleep on their area of effect. They're they're within twenty feet of each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Um, go for it. Uh, um, just want to make sure. Does that catch the halflings, or does that just catch creatures? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. They're. Are they like glommed on to these halflings or they're just grabbing at them with these tentacles? Uh, one of them is glommed on. The other two are sort of surrounding them and waving uh, very spiky, nasty looking tentacles. Galen uh, and Alistair are also in the area. So obviously I want to place this spell such that it 
covers as many of these monsters and as few of my mm-hmm. buddies as possible. Uh, you you can definitely do that. Looking at the wording of the spell, I think you catch the halflings as well. Uh, and how many halflings are there? Uh, there are three. Okay. So the, the halflings and the monsters are all under the area of effect. Yeah. Um, I, I I would say also, I think Talus would know that uh, you know the way the way it works, affecting hit points in ascending order. Uh, it is unlikely that Galen and Alistair are in any danger from this spell compared to the others. Reasonably right. likely that the halflings might fall asleep. Right. Okay. Well, hopefully that will save them from some of the trauma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, go for it. Okay. Roll me. Roll me those dice. Rolling five d eight. Come on, baby. Uh, that is a twenty five. Okay. All three of the halflings and the creature that Alistair stabbed fall asleep. Okay. So there are... So I got one monster. You got right. one. There are two more uh, that look very surprised. And they all, they yawned for a second. You can see this horrifying circular worm-like maw of moving teeth. Uh, you know, sar- the sarlacc in a, in a weird green, gray-green monster. Uh, two of them are still standing. Okay. Got it. Okay. Got one of them. Hopefully, save these halflings from some from some later traumatic effects. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, it is their turn. One of them snores. The other one. Uh, one is going to go after you, Galen, and one is going to go after Alistair. As you guys are now within range, it just squirms after you like a the worst kind of contortionist with absolutely no bones. Um, and it is going to make two attacks on you with its tentacles uh, from 10 feet away. They, it flings its tentacles out at you from there. From 10 feet? Yeah. Where'd that go? Off my foot. Okay. First one is a 17. Uh, what is your, what's your armor class? Oh, 18. Uh, first one misses. It yeah. reaches out Mama and it Mama. just bounces off. Second one. Uh, that's a big old seven. Uh, <laughs> it does terribly. Uh, the other one is going to actually, you know what? They have their thing, don't they? <laughs> um, it, with a blur of speed, whips out at you twice more. It can take an extra action on its turn. <laughs> uh, that's going to hit. <gasps> oh, and geez. that time it hits. Ooh. Okay, so... It after missing twice, it summons its strange, weird burst of speed, hits you twice more. That is going to be 10 points of piercing damage, and you are grappled. Uh, both of these tentacles are latched onto your shoulders, and you feel them bite into you a little bit. Um, so but I lose 10 HP. Yes. Uh, So I lose 10 HP. And your speed is... So you are, Galen, you are at the moment restrained. Your speed is zero. Your attack rolls have disadvantage. Uh, You can roll to escape it on your turn. Later. Okay. Cool. Uh, Next one is going to do the same thing. It blurs into motion. It's going to swing four times at Alistair. Uh, probably gonna, he's gonna be in a bit of trouble. His armor class is 14. Okay. Hit. Hit. Miss. Miss. 
It hits him twice. It misses him twice. He is also, two of these tentacles latch on. He is restrained. That is, ouch. Uh, 11 damage to Alistair. Uh, Alistair looks a little bit hurt, bleeding out of his shoulders at that one. Uh, Drawn. Oh, God, right, this guy. Uh, <laughs> Drawn runs in. Uh, you see um, he... As he runs, his his somewhere this <sighs> huffing and puffing and out of shapeness falls away, and he begins roaring and screaming in rage. Get off of the family! And he charges in. He's gonna swing his glaive two-handed at one of these things from ten feet out. Uh, wow, poor bastard misses badly, swings down, his glaive just slams into the stone, and sparks fly up. Galen! So you can try to escape this grapple of this creature if you want. You can also just swing at it from within its tentacly grasp if you, uh, if you would like to. Can I use uh, my scimitar? You can. Uh, you're gonna swing with disadvantage right now because it's got you in both of its tentacles. But you can totally do that. Uh, I guess I don't know what my options are. You can try to escape the grapple using athletics or acrobatics. Uh, you can just try to hit it. Uh, they're, they're not very big or strong. They're just this weird, rubbery, boneless thing. Um, mm. So you could just swing away and you would do that with disadvantage. So you roll twice and take the, the lower of the two rolls. And I would say if you roll to escape uh, and hit a 20 or above, that you can attack on the same turn. Can I try to uh, persuade him to stop holding on to me? Um, you can try. So far, you have noticed they don't appear to be responding. Like when you were shouting at the cultist and so, like they're just... They're they're speaking to each other in a language you don't know. And you can certainly try, but I will... I I don't think that even Galen would really... Sure. I'm just... I just ask because yeah. that's the thing that I have the highest... Mm -hmm. uh, sure. ...ability in. The, the the things to probably do are either to try to get out or just swing away from where yeah. you are. Let's, let's do acrobatics. All right. Go for it. That is a 9 plus 4, 13. That is not going to do it. It is still got you. Uh, I will say I will allow you to try to attack it with disadvantage if you would like. Ah, ah yes, okay. I'll yeah. take that chance. Okay. Go for it. We got a 12. Okay. And an 8. All right, 8 plus... What with your scimitar, 8 plus 6, uh, is a 14. Not going to do it. Their hide is Darn too it. thick. Ah! Okay. Alistair is going to... Uh, he does not like this. He is also going to try to get the fuck out. Uh, he manages to get out. Uh, you see him uh, shed his coat, his very nice coat that has now become torn. As it goes, he kind of wriggles out of it, gets away from the tentacles. <coughs> He's going to back up 20 feet, and that is uh, 30 feet. That's all he can do. Rivulet, now it's you. How close am I now? <laughs> um, to the boat. Uh, I think I was about, very close. You're about, uh, I want to say about 70 feet from the boat. Uh, and it is at this point, uh, the the one you were chasing has reached it. Uh, they're getting ready to leave. Okay. 
I'm going to dash. Okay. Which will get me. It'll get you up to it. Up to the thing. Mm -hmm. And can I jump off and then become a whale? Or is that too many actions? Did we say that was too many actions? Uh, you, you won't be able to do anything as the whale this turn. Even so you, you've just like, existing as a big whale in, on you, top of the boat. I want to be a whale on top of the boat. <laughs> uh, it's too good not to. I'm going to, yeah, no, you have, you have, you've done the thing, run all the way out there. I'm going to allow it. Thank uh, you. <laughs> you leap off of Henry's back, uh, Make an acrobatics check. Let's see how close you get to your target as you turn into a huge whale in the air. <laughs> 15. 15. You're not quite dead center on it. You land a little closer to the stern of the boat. It cracks. All three of these guys just begin yelling and trying to get out of the way. Uh, but like the whole chunk, of back chunk of the boat is like breaking yes. and underneath you in this oh, moment. Fantastic. Um, and I'm assuming that was all my actions, including yes. bonus. Beautiful. Yes. I am pleased. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys see, the, you guys see this like in, uh, can't do you, uh, Yes. Uh, this like starry whale leap and appear off of Henry's back, crush this boat. Um, these guys, uh, I'm gonna yeah, let's see if they can do this on this turn. Um, so they scream, they begin scrambling out of the boat as it's sinking, and they just hop into the next closest boat on the dock that they is about twenty another twenty feet away. There's a ton of boats around. What? There's a ton of boats I around. I missed People that. Are... <laughs> I'm <Okay>. sorry. <laughs> so, that's fine. Yeah. I'm a, sh I'm uh, a, so I'm they're a whale. Just, they're moving on. They're trying to get in another boat. They are clearly just trying to steal something and make their escape as best they can. Talus, that is to you. All right. I will uh, run my next 30 feet closer to these monsters, and then I will cast a Phantasmal Force of some other monster <laughs> that uh, then is uh, attacking one of the awake tentacle beasts. They have to pass an intelligence save of 14. Well, believe it or not, they're not very smart. <laughs> no, is, tentacle monsters, not smart. That is a four minus All three right. is a one. <laughs> you see uh, just this like, 10-foot sphere uh, or a cube of, like, weird monster parts and teeth just look like it's there for a moment before this creature turns its head and uh, shrieks in easily discernible terror. Uh, anything right. else? And in my bonus action, I turn my cloak back to the color green. Oh. I don't want to be associated with these awful red notes. Uh, okay, of these guys, one of them is still sleeping. Nice big snore comes out of that one. Uh, the other one shrieks and is it gibbers or gibbers? What do you do? The uh, word I think like gibbering? gibbering, 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 gibbering. gibbering. Gibber like gibberish. gibberish. Right, gibbers. Uh, it gibbers, gibbers and shrieks. It is <laughs> wildly scared. I'm I I don't know if you specify, but I'm gonna say it. Let's go of Galen if it was that one. Uh, and shrieks. I'm free. Um, 
Galen, you are free. Uh, it is going to, uh, it to like whaps out a tentacle or two and tries to just like see if it can figure out what's going on. It is attempting to in quote investigate your spell. Uh, believe it or not, it fails. It rolls a grand total of eight. Can't do shit. The last one, Galen, you're still there and they're stupid. So it's not going to try to chase Alistair. Uh, it's just going to try to go after you. This one that is not affected by phantasmal force. Uh, misses with one tentacle. Misses with the other tentacle. It slaps at you twice and it bounces off of your armor. Dron is going to try again. He ignores the one who looks afraid. He's going to try to go after the one that just hit you, Galen. He misses again. Uh, the glaive, just like, he tries to get back a uh, backhand in and just smashes onto the stone. No luck there. Galen, top of the round to you. You are free. You see the one that has let go of you is not looking at you anymore. It's just staring off into space. Uh, and there is, and then a diff the other one is trying to smack you again. Can I do a spell? I think you have used all of your spell slots. Oh, you're right. Yes. Shoot. Because, uh, yes, this is the, you guys have not had a long rest in a couple yeah, sessions. Yeah. So I guess I'm just going to scimitar myself. All right. Try to scimitar myself out of here again. Go for it. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Oh. Okay, uh, 11 on 17. The... Hits. Yeah. Feels good. Uh, hit away. That is a D6 plus four. Oh, five. Five. All right. Uh, well, believe it or not, that actually hurt him pretty good. They do not have a ton of hit points. Uh, you just like carve a weird little hunk of this guy off uh, and it slides off him onto the docks where it smokes and sizzles and begins slowly disappearing. Nice. Anything else for you, Galen? Uh, let me just shove. I want to do a telekinetic shove. Yeah. Of the other guy. Okay. Uh, and that's the, at fourteen. All right. The other one's gonna make. They are pretty strong. Uh, this one again. Um, it's sort. It's like you shove its body mass out, and its limbs stretch, and then it snaps back to its place. Yeah. It also rolled a sixteen. Okay, Alistair. And Rivulet, you are on deck. Uh, Alistair is going to uh, go after the one that you just hit. He uh, runs back in and is going to try again with his sword and dagger. Uh, misses with the sword. Misses with the dagger. Uh, oh. And then looks up and just goes, this was a mistake. Um, I'm going to back away. And he disengages and runs back 10 feet. Uh, Rivulet in whale shape. In whale shape. Uh, you, As you look over out of the corner of your eye, Henry is just kind of like doing dressage on the dock, like dancing around, trying to attempt to block these people and like waving ineffectually at them. Uh, but you, <laughs> in the water, in your starry whale form, what would you like to do? I'd like to get as close as possible to these people. You can, you can swim closer. You can kind of swim along the dock towards the boat they're now trying to get into. Uh, but they are sort of on the dock at this point. And with that, uh, I don't know, you can, as the whale, try to get on the dock if you would like. Oh, yeah, a little free willy moment. Hey, oh. And you <laughs> smash him. Okay, I'm yeah, gonna... yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, um, I'm i going to jump out of the water and open my massive maw mouth, um, and I'm going to 
capture them in my mouth. Okay. Uh, in one elegant, giant killer whale motion. Yeah. Uh, you dive under a little bit to get some speed, beat your tail, leap out of the water. I'm going to say uh, to make this happen, the first thing I would like you to do is make an athletics check. As a oh. whale, according to the stats that I'm looking at, you get a plus four. Okay. 23. Hey. All right. You power yourself out of the water on target. Uh, and the next thing you're going to do is, as a whale, you have a bite attack, which is a plus six. So roll me a, roll me that attack. 19 plus six, that's 25! Uh, yes. Looking down the dock, there is an explosion of water and yelling and noise. This massive cosmic whale leaps out of the water, snatches up one of these guys in its jaws <laughs> and lands on the other side of the dock. The remaining two just go, Does it destroy the dock and get them in the water? Uh, were you trying to break the dock? Or are you trying to get him? I was trying like, to get all over? three of them in my mouth. Uh, and I did roll a 25 <laughs> or 24. I'm just saying. <laughs> I hear you. And I'm just saying there's still action <laughs> yeah. economy. And like the things okay. that I'm going to say, you got one of them. Great. He's alive and in your mouth. Perfect. And you, and you nailed that I'm, one. Please. Uh, you can continue trying this. The other two do shriek. Uh, and on their turn, they're going to pile into a slightly bigger boat and start trying to get the fuck out of there. Uh, <laughs> that is you. Uh, Henry is like dancing along the docks after you. His hooves just clapping. Oh my goodness. That's so cool that you can be a whale. Oh my God. What did you? Wow. Does he taste bad? Uh, <laughs> just yelling after you and like clearly in awe admiration. Has uh, he no magic? No, he's just a centaur. Just related to... Just related to an extremely powerful archmage. Doesn't have any magic <laughs> of his own. Uh, <laughs> just really cute. All right. Uh, I will run 30 feet closer to the tentacle monsters, and I will attack the one that... Oh, uh, actually, I have to maintain concentration on my phantasmal force if I want to keep it, right? Uh Yes. Uh, but that, so one, that, means... that one's kind of out of the fight. He's focusing on your phantasm. He's like not, did not try to attack anyone else this turn. Great. Okay. So, uh, so basically if I maintain concentration, like that takes my action for the turn? Uh, no, it, it takes, uh, concentration is just a thing that you, you got to do. Um, you, but like you, uh, uh, like looking at your spell list for a moment, like you can't cast a different concentration spell right now. Right. Like you couldn't, right. you know, you add, add in a witch bolt or a crown of madness or your shadow blade. Right. But it doesn't affect your ability to throw fire bolt or color spray uh, or or other things. It's it's just kind of a thing. If you took damage, you'd have to try to maintain it. But right. otherwise, it's right, just right, going right. to last for that full yeah. minute. Just no two simultaneous concentration spells. That was my main Correct. thing. Okay, I will firebolt the one that is not asleep or distracted. All right, roll it. Here we go. It is an 11. It yeah. is not going to hit, unfortunately. All right. Uh, All right. Okay. Um, and you're are you keeping a little bit of distance? You're trying to get, like, up into the melee? Uh, no, I, I will... 
uh, well, I'm I'm 30 feet away currently, yeah. so that and that I I ran up, I ran up to within 30 feet. Okay, uh, so that's where I am now. Cool. Uh, all right, one of them is asleep, continues snoring. The other one is, keeps waving its tentacles. It's gonna try again to like in quote investigate, see what it can do here. I want to let me look at this spell one more time. Like I really think he kind of can't do anything. He is deeply afraid of this thing. Uh, and yeah, it treats the phantasm of, as if it's real. It is so convinced it can take, oh, oh. Uh, so it's it's just continued uh, intelligence so, checks. Yeah, but also, uh, Talos, on your turn, it can deal a D6 of psychic damage to the target if it's within the area or within five feet. And right. you have made Did it an illusion of a creature or hazard that could, quote, logically deal damage. Uh, roll me a d6. Okay, great. Thing has taken some psychic I'll damage. I'll attempt to do psychic damage to the thingy. Oh, that's five. All, All right. right. Uh, that one is also hurt. Uh, not looking so good. Okay, it's going to see if it can tell what's going on here. It cannot. Uh, it keeps just... <laughs> Flailing, not doing <laughs> shit, can't do much. Uh, the other one is gonna, uh, who's in there? Galen, it's gonna try to hit you. Oh, don't You're, hit me. I mean, Alistair ran away. Uh, that's a 19 hits. Oh. And a 15 does not. Uh, that is seven more points of damage. It rolled well. I'm about to die over here. Uh, and you are... Uh, you are grappled again. Uh, Drawn is going to hope that he fucking hits this time. Uh, Drawn has not rolled above a seven yet. He keeps missing. His glaive, you see the metal of the blade is just looking chipped as he keeps smacking against the stones again and again. Galen, that is back to you. Bring out the scimitar, baby. Let's start smacking some little green gray guys. Three. <laughs> I got a three, yeah. That was a three. Not gonna hit. But I guess I get. I add six, but it's still a nine. Okay. I, I, I've used my bonus action to curl up into a ball, much like an armadillo, protecting you, both my body and my broken pride. May I remind you of a thing at this moment, Galen? Yeah. Uh, you do have your lay on hands as a paladin. You can, as an action, you have your little pool of hit points to draw from. It's under your actions. Oh, lay so, on hands. So you have 13, you can... Can I put my hands and I put my hands on myself? Next turn, you would be able to. It's, it, is an, it is a full action to do so. But next turn, you have up to 13 hit points that you could give yourself. Great. You can always use any number of that pool. Uh, but yeah, so so if you are, if you in, end up in dire need, you can do that. Alistair, I still got 14, so yeah. I'm not that bad. Um, Alistair runs back in, keeps trying. He's going to try to get the one on you. Uh, misses with the sword, hits with the dagger, does... He kills one. Um, he gets in there. Uh, you see he runs up towards you. Gets off of my friend! And he, the sword just cleanly misses, takes the dagger, stabs it right into the thing's back, and it begins collapsing. Uh, that one also starts turning into little piles of goo. Rivulet... Whale. We're having a whale of time. 
Review whale, if you will. <laughs> Review whale. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so one. you've got one in your mouth. You feel him just kind of like thrashing around inside the cavern that is your whale-like mouth at the moment. Uh, and the others are um, going for a different boat. I have noticed that as a whale, uh, you, using your echolocation, have blind sight for 120 feet. So you are pretty aware of what's going on uh, using your echolocation. Yes. Um, I would like to go underwater mm -hmm. and let this boat move out of the vicinity of other boats. Okay. And then I would like to attack said boat. Okay. Uh on this turn, what I would say is that since they they go after you, uh, they're the boat's going to start moving, and you're going to be able to follow it. Uh, yeah. You can the way the way the action economy work. You can hold an action, right? Mm -hmm. You can tell me I want you know, random example. If I see someone poking their head around the corner, I'm going to shoot them. Wow. So in this moment, I want to say that I you can uh, either. Hold your movement so when the boat leaves, you follow it on this turn. You have 60 feet of swimming speed. Um, or you can try to anticipate where they're going and hold an attack. And then when they get to you, they you would be able to attack the boat. But that is kind of making the bet that you know the pathway they're going to take. And does that, does that make sense? Yes. And does um, that seem fair? Yeah. Great. And that's all I can do on the turn. Uh. With what you said you wanted to do of letting them get away from the dock yes. right now? Yeah. Um, could I, um, since I can't really do that, um, use my, cause, because I'm a killer whale in starry form, can mm. I use my starry form? No. Okay. I'm just glittery. <laughs> I have, you, you can <laughs> I'm ask, visually... me, ask away. Okay, cool, no. cool. So I will um, hold and I will follow them. Okay. So you're holding your movement. Uh, great. On their turn, the remaining two untie this boat. They start rowing. They just like grabbed or ran the closest robot they could find. Uh, and you are able to follow them. They're pretty much going directly for this massive portal back to the city. Uh, and you are easily able to stay with them since they are relying on their own muscles and not the wind. Talus. All right. Uh... I will do my six damage from the phantasmal force to this mm -hmm. uh, tentacle beast, or I will roll my d6 for damage. Oh, that was only a one bummer. Okay, um, and then I it's will cast uh, I will cast firebolt at the other one. Try to hit it this time. Uh, that ooh, oh uh, yeah. Su sorry, super hits. There's only the one left. Alistair just got one. It's just stabbed one in the back. Okay, uh, great. The, the other one. So, is, the other one's sleeping. They're still a sleeping Right, moment. exactly. Yeah. Okay, great. So that one's dead. And so, yeah, I just rolled a 23 for that. Super hits. And uh, it's only three damage. Okay. It's it's not looking good. It's clinging to life. Really doesn't look very happy. It is still, yeah, it's still going to see if it can figure out what the fuck's going on with your phantasm. Uh, no, that's a 12. It's a minus three. Uh, still has no idea. Um, still just like flailing and circling around this weird, just, you know, to the rest of you looks like a patch of air as if nothing is happening. Uh, not looking good. Drawn is going to try one more time to redeem himself. 
Is that going to do it? Uh, still in single digits. He rolls an eight, which turns into a... Otron. A 13. He's really not a very good bodyguard, unfortunately. Yeah. My dad uh, doesn't actually love actually, me. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna swing wreck does he can he do that? Can he do that yet? Or is that a third level thing? Um he can. Okay. He's going to attack recklessly. Still can't hit. Oh no. Oh, poor bastard. Uh he's swinging away like his glaive is like non-existent at this point. Uh Galen, to you, there is one badly hurt one left. We're gonna have to take that shimitar. And shimmy on over. See if we can shminish him off. <laughs> shminish away. Shmola shmishmack. All right, let's shmack this schmoggy little <laughs> shmish. Schmack the schmuck. Yeah. <laughs> what he shmed. <laughs> Ooh, I got a 12 plus 6 is an 18. 18 mother hits. Ha -ha. 18 hits. Uh, I think even, yeah, actually. I gotta I, just roll that D6, eh? Do it. Ba -da -ba -da -ba -ba. And then that's plus four. Mm -hmm. so we plus four. Nine. Uh, Galen, how would you like to take this creature out? It is, it is down. Uh, I think that, uh, I very gracefully and beautifully stick my shimitar right through that tough hide. <sighs> Right, I get that sweet spot, that the secret vulnerable spot that was exposed and it's hanging on for life. And I just fillet the thing, skin it quickly and efficiently. And it's, uh, it's hide flings up into the air and it's flesh flops onto the ground and starts kind of squishing and oozing. And I punch my fist into the air into the, uh, the the flayed <laughs> hide, <laughs> and then I and I'm like, perfect. I need new gloves. Uh, Rivulet, you're a little bit far out from the docks to see this, uh, Galen. As you neatly flay this thing with one clean scimitar swipe, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, thrust your <laughs> fist in the air to the. I need a new gloves. Uh, dramatically, the flesh kind of starts oozing away into the stone and the hide begins like draping itself across your fist. Very glove-like. It's the perfect size. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, um, fingerless gloves, of course. Fingerless gloves, of course. Yeah, each little, uh, each of my strong human fingers pop a little hole. Pop. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Where, where the scimitar and where Dron's glaive failed to do shit, the strong <laughs> hands of Galen stabbed through. That's no, because it's, it's the from, the inside. <laughs> from the inside. From the inside. From the inside. It was very simple. Galen, you're left with a very nice fingerless glove on one hand of this strange hide that like sort of oozes and wraps around you. Thank you so much for listening to part one of our heckin' big chunk. Part two is coming at you in two weeks on Wednesday the 21st. Stay tuned for that. Also, next week we have a very exciting interview with the Slovenly Trolls that will be coming out on Classin' Up the Joint. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. Please leave us that five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people that are not you find the show. We love hearing them and reading them, and it gives us all warm fuzzies. And follow us on social media, 
at the Roll Report cast on Instagram and TikTok for exclusive content, snippets from our interviews, and whole lots more cool stuff. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>